and welcome in to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. We are sponsored by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Ashfield League's best place to watch the game live and loud on this Sunday afternoon at Take on the Dragons, which is the game we're previewing tonight. We had a special guest from the heart of Steeler Town, who we'll get to in a minute. Uh, and as well as our usual hosts at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter, please give us a follow. And while you're on one of those pages, you can click the link in those profile pages, and that'll take you to absolutely everything you want to find with our stuff, our YouTube channel, our Patreon uh, subscriber site, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. And we've got a few questions from the guys and, uh, that they dropped on the Discord today that we'll get to later in the show and shouts to everyone watching live on our youtube please like subscribe comment share help us with that algorithm uh and yeah spread the word it was an awesome uh monday episode and so good to review we've had a lot of messages um mr bashar i'll go to you first because i know you've had quite a few messages and that sort of thing after monday's show as well just how good it was to review a win for once it was so good yeah, good evening, Josh, Aaron, and Josh number two, uh, viewers, listeners. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic, guys. Uh, we're what are we nearly four days, ninety six hours on from victory, and it still feels good. Uh, look, took a lot of pressure off us. That's uh, not doesn't mean we've turned the corner. It's just one win. It was heavy, wet conditions. Uh, the trick now is to try and back it up, and we're gonna, you know, we'll talk about it later. But we're gonna come up against a really revamped uh, St George lineup by the looks of it. And coming in, it's the stats man, the numbers man. Aaron, how are you on this Wednesday evening? Yeah, g'day Josh, g'day other Josh, g'day Rob, um, g'day everyone listening and watching. I'm not too bad tonight. Um, quietly hopeful for a back-to-back win, uh, give, it, give our season a bit of a roll. So it would be nice. Obviously, um, we've only had to make a one, or one or two changes to our team. The Dragons have gone all guns blazing in this one, so... Yeah, we'll be interesting to talk about that a little bit later on. Um, fingers crossed for a, a good game, but a Tigers win in the end. And you guys already mentioned our uh, special guest does have the same first name as me. Uh, he goes by Jay Benz, though. He's um, from the heart of Steeler Town, longtime Steelers now, Dragons fan. He also happens to be, look, I, I would call this man like a brother to me, a very much bigger Taller, stronger. I was going to say handsome, maybe not handsome, Uglier. but you can say. It. <laughs> uh, but we are like brothers. We we watched nice the... It's all good, even though I got my sonny's on because it's been a big week, and and you know it's uh, turning forty at the end of the year, so trying to look yep. thirty in this interview. Much this bigger podcast. drinker than me. So. <laughs> I want to. Can I just say one thing? Sure. I'm a closet Tigers fan. I really, I really am. As much uh, stickers I've given Josh. For the last 15 years that we've been really close mates, I am a Closet Tigers fan. It was my first jersey. I mean, it's 1988, 89 off the back of, you know, an Elias. What a kick. Anyway, um, I can say that now. That <laughs> <laughs> you got to laugh. you got to laugh in this life. You but do. nonetheless, uh, I am a Closet Tigers fan. You know, um, they're definitely my top three clubs. I did. I haven't backed much games this year because I've kind of had the poos a little bit. But I don't know if that I won't show up. I backed the Tigers. I showed Josh, and um, uh, my boss against the Panthers. Worked, that was he's a Tigers against the Panthers. Fan, he, yeah. Against the Panthers, 
and 10 turned into 70 bucks. So I never put 100 on it, but you know, 10 bucks into 70, that's a couple of cheeky beers at some point on the Tigers. And thanks to the Orange Army. Yeah, I think we've heard, heard a few stories over the weekend, a few people back, um, yeah, back in the Tigers. So uh, we hope, yeah, hopefully the boys made a bit of money. But I mean, the emotional, um, I, I had a, a lobster on us. So do the mask there. But man, it, um, the emotional gain from that was better. Just 273 wins. I don't think the Dragons have ever. I don't know what the Dragons' longest losing streak, but as long as we've been alive, I doubt it's been that long. So even in your darkest days. So, um, yeah, very unique. To the Tigers, to the news first. So we were going to um, – I've spelled NRLW incorrectly. I'm just a bit dyslexic <laughs> on the slide. I was getting it quickly done before the show. The NRLW, not the NRWL, the draw was released. We were going to talk about this on Monday's night, Monday night show, but it was such a packed show. We didn't get to it. They li- literally dropped six days ago. But uh, as – as our resident, your expert on our NRLW campaign, um, you got a bit of info about our draw for this one? I sure do. So I'll give a quick run through it. So the competition is going to be a 10-team competition over nine rounds. Uh, the finals will be the top four, and that'll be over two weeks, so 1v4 and 2v3. Um, and the NRLW grand final will act as a precursor to the NRL grand final on the first Sunday in October, so the competitions line up there. Uh, The Tigers are one of six teams that have a split of four home games and five away. Uh, We start our season with an away game against the Eels at Combank. That's going to be a standalone game. Uh, There's no NRL game on before or after it or at all that day, so it's, it's literally there happening on its own, which is really good. Hopefully we can get some exposure to that. I'm definitely looking forward to heading to that game. Uh, after that, we play all three of the new, other new teams consecutively. Uh, Sharks at home at Belmore and the Raiders and Cowboys away after that. We then have a or two matches that are going to be double headers with our men's team. Uh, the Dragons in the fifth round is at Combank ahead of our men's inaugural match against the Dolphins. And then we have a double header with the Roosters at Allianz Stadium the week after that. Uh, we then play the other two Queensland teams consecutively, the Titans at Seabus and the Broncos in a home game at Newcastle, which is a doubleheader with a Newcastle home game. And we finish against the Knights uh, with a standalone Thursday night clash at Campbelltown. So that's how the draw is looking. The thing that annoys me a little bit is the fact that our games are so uh, spread out, I guess. We're playing nine games at a total of eight venues. So we're, we're traveling all around the place. Uh, only two of our four home games are at our actual home venues, although that's in part to the FIFA Women's World Cup still going on at the time. Uh, it's still a little bit disappointing. I was kind of hopeful that all four of the new teams would get an extra home game so they could show off their team to their fans a bit more, really hype up the situation, like hype up the new expansion there. And I, I was I was like, hey, if you're going to – oh, five teams would have to have five home games and might as well make the other one the Knights. But what they've done is they've kind of given the Knights six home games and five of them are at their home venue, which is a bit of a bit of a doozy um, anyway. So they've got a if, bit of an advantage there. If they come back there. from Bali. If they come back from Bali. 
yeah, well, they'd, they'd have to do that first. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's <laughs> well, the I mean, a, sorry, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> a few, a few. Well, a few of them should already be here, I would imagine. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the NRLW. I love the fact that we're kicking off our campaign against the Eels, who we've stolen almost half the squad of. So that'll be good fun. Sweet, listen. Uh, yeah, looking forward. Sorry, when's when's the first game? As you can see, the Eels? first game, so it is Sunday the 23rd of July. So it was late July, and yeah, so it lines up with the grand finals at the start of October. Beautiful. Uh, another one that's kind of popped up the last couple of days randomly. I think we might have talked about Josh Schuster as a possible, or someone, maybe one of our patrons or something, mentioned it because Schuster came up as an idea somewhere. I'm sure we've talked about Schuster Gussie to West Tigers. It. Was it Gussie? Yeah, I think Gussie mentioned and... a swap with Salau, possibly. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and we kind of said uh, Gussie. What? Did... But yeah, Gussie pop might be right. Rob uh, Schuster to the West Tigers is a few whispers. Oh, look, it's definitely a strong rumor. Um, I've reached out to people in the know, uh, in particular with Schuster's camp, uh, keeping their cards close to the chest. But look, I mean, the big thing is. Schuster and a few Manly players have got a very strong relationship with Scott Fulton. Um, so, yeah, look, I think oh, it's it's a really hard one because personally I think Schuster's the sort of player that's really good when he's running downhill. Uh, you know, he's fine in attack. He, he, he straightens up the attack. But when it comes to the tough stuff, he kind of looks a bit lazy and, and like he's not really uh, invested in defending and what have you. Uh, I'm told reliably that he just can't shake this quad injury off and it's been ongoing for ages now. So it's really just a matter of him getting himself fully fit. Uh, look, obviously we need halves, we need we need outside backs as well. So um, not, my, not my first choice, but it would seem that Benji likes him and there's a big chance it will happen. So uh, look, we've got, we've got a million dollars spare in the cap. So if we're going to, I'm, I'm sure Manly will you know, be paying for a chunk of that. But if we're going to spend money on on some people now, let's, let's get it out of the way now and while well, we've got that million dollars to spare. So would that be for this year or next year starting? There's there's a possibility of this year, but I, I, I can't see it happening this year. But, I mean, you never know with the Tigers. I mean, if they make some – if Manly make some crazy financial supplement where they want to get to Laos sooner and we're out of the race, then maybe it will happen. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, look, the speculation is pretty strong, but – He's got a few mates there that are, are being tied up with us as well due to Scott Fulton. So we'll just see what happens. We're, we're always in the centre of talk. Anyone that comes on the market's going to be, you know, associated with us because we've got so much money to spend and and so many backline positions to fill. Uh, Jason D on YouTube, he said he's, it Schuster is worth 800k a year. Uh, I'll swim to China. That's it, rumoured what he's on. So maybe Manly will... Uh, fork out a little bit of that salary, whatever remaining well, salary. They've yeah. invested a lot in him, Josh. They've invested so much in him and they've got they've got rid of Kieran Four and to make room for Schuster to play five eighth and it hasn't worked out as yet. So yeah, it's it's gonna be it's really gonna be in Manley's hands to to be fair. Um but you know maybe he needs a change of scenery but he's gonna need a change of attitude because win or lose, what I love about our players is there's 17 blokes just having a rip, whether they're good enough or not. We've got 17 guys having a go every week. We don't need a, a lazy player there, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure hopefully his attitude would switch. Um, otherwise, yeah, it, it'd be a pretty dud purchase. 
we'll just mention to our we do the Patreon questions later on, but a few guys did actually ask about Schuster. Tim Colgate said, "What are your thoughts on the rumors about the Tigers linked to Schuster?" Um, he says he's not the biggest fan of his perceived attitude, but he can play. Uh, Watto said, "Watto Tiger said, I'm all for getting Schuster. We need our halves sorted. Our other positions are in good nick. I'm all for it." Um, and then Brighton said, I'm extremely hesitant. He seems very injury prone. Last thing we want is another half to be out injured. There's going to be a better, cheaper option out there. So uh, it seems like, yeah, mixed, um, mixed it's, emotions. It's all true. It's it. all true. He's super talented. He's injury prone mm. and he does look lazy. But yeah, a, a, help, a fit and healthy John Schuster would be an unbelievable addition to us. But it's whether yeah. he gets himself in the right shape. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Tui Lower here, who we used to have. Also, yeah. in another way, reminds me of Suli and how we had issues with him regarding, um, like, after he signed that massive deal, he got really lazy and showed up to training late and uh, overweight and everything like that as well. So I'd be worried about similar issues happening with him. And how's Suli going down at the at the, uh, at the Dragons? He, not not in the not in the same form as last year. He, he no, was I was, I was asking our Dragons guest. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, all good. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a stat before. I will come back to that. But if he was to swim to China, it's five from Cape York, 5,881.79 kilometres. Old mate is dreaming. <laughs> that might be, uh, but on attitude, Sully's attitude, I think, he, I think he's come to the, I actually think he's misunderstood. And I think that Manly maybe misunderstood him as a player. I feel like that his attitude, he said something in the media, and the media took that, that Manly vibe that they, you know, because the, the media, you know, uh, puts this, they take in the information, they kind of don't swing their attitude until something really big changes. And let's say he hasn't lit up the footy field in, in an insane way since he's had some bad press. I think his attitude seems really improved since that bad press came out because he seems to be turning up, making these tackles run and, you know, that 10, 15% harder. Nobody can run 50% harder, but he certainly seems like he's putting, you know, a bit extra effort in and he's, um, you know, I'd like to see him be, become a, a dragon stalwart, to be honest. He's got every opportunity here, you know, whether the coach stays or goes. Uh, he's It's not my call, but, you know, he's the dragons is, yeah, the, the, the club, will, the fans will get behind him. Like, you know, I can speak for myself. If he's, you know, shows up and works really hard, the same as they did for Tarek for all those years. I think, you know, we, we got rid of Tarek and now it looks like we need a Tarek. It's like insane. Did you have much of an opinion on him when you first signed him? Because after yeah, we let him go, from the, the dogs, yeah, the dogs, I think he was at the dogs for four or five months before they let him go as well um, for the same issues that we were having with him. And then he was signed by the Blacktown team. And I think they elevated him eventually when they needed a bit more depth in the centers. And it was there for, what, two seasons, I think. And yeah, now he's at the Dragons. And I think, is this, what, his second or third year there? Second year? Yeah, he certainly... Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I just really want to, want to talk about Sully on a positive note. I think that he's turned his game around, I think, the last few weeks, and I've been watching, and I, he's been really tackling hard, going hard, running hard, you know, and, and pointing around, and I can see his attitude. I never saw that when he was at Manly and stuff like that. You know, maybe a little bit, but I hope he comes good. Well, when he was at Manly, he was a right centre. He, he came to you as a left centre, and now he's back to the right centre, so... You know, you, I, I'm not really. I mean, what they did with Lomax playing him on the left, I just think was ridiculous given his right I agree. arm split and, and all that sort of stuff. No wonder he's been dropped for his general play. But that's why like Griffin that. wanted it. He didn't. He wanted that. He said that was a, a bit of a you know a situation where that right arm flick was, you know, a problem. 
for yeah, but just, well, just tell him not to flick the ball. Like let him play on the. He's still got that big right foot step. Like it's just, it's just ludicrous. Like I just, you know, it's, it's taking his strengths away from his game. So, you know, he's not actually being very encouraging as a coach. And the poor he's, bugger. Let's talk about it like it's real. He, the poor bugger's not kicking well. You know, he's nobody means to kick bad. He does, there's no way he goes out there to kick a bad, you know, a bad goal. And at the end of the day, it's not working for him at the moment. He changed his T size and this and that. And he worked with uh, Halligan, I believe, in the off season and this kind of stuff. And it, it just hasn't hasn't clicked. And maybe a week off. Not and I like that they didn't put him down in reserve grade. Just let him chill out for a week, not go up to Brisbane or whatever, you know. And maybe go not go to Bali like the Knights. Bloody yeah, come on, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. You know, but <laughs> yeah, don't go to Bali. Go to our partners, Wes Ashfield. That's not a bad segue. There, they've got four dollar eighty tap beers. Probably, it's probably a little bit more expensive than Bali. Lady, I would have been there now instead of being on here. That's cheap. <laughs> but yeah, between <laughs> that's between kickoff and half time. How many skewies do you reckon? Uh, drink responsibly, but Mister Ben, as I've said, in in forty minutes, I've seen you put away. Many, yeah, many schooners very quickly, and five. sometimes it ends up with me, uh, yeah, bringing the hose, it back up again. Have a hose, hose, space on the hose. Spew, yeah. That's right, either way, yeah, that was uh, yeah, not a good night at the uh, cold chisel concert that I don't remember going to, but um, that's cold chisel concerts, the one you don't remember, <laughs> uh, mouth watering, mouth watering half price pizzas as well to go with those four dollar eighty tap. Uh, beers, Ambush, West Tigers Group, they're giving away prizes uh, with special appearances by the Curtin Sisters and Brett Kamali as well. Uh, that all kicks off from 1 o'clock with obviously kickoff uh, at 1.35. Uh, for more information, holmanbarnsgroup.com.au, Holman Barnes Group, bringing people together. $4.80 schooners. Like, And Josh, you're pretty old, but uh, $4.80 schooners, probably you'll probably what? 20 the last time they were four dollars. I, I will say this much I am 40 years old on the 5th of January next year. Jimmy Barnes is playing at Summonats. I work for Summonats for a job and I'm going to be side stage. And I'll tell you what, what a 40th birthday present that's going to be. And a nice little work club. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you want to put up, like I, I should have mentioned no, in your good. intro, sold, should have mentioned... sold out, so it's all good. I can't play. <laughs> uh, okay, if you want to get a ticket to Summonats, don't. Don't don't try because they're no, sold you can. out. You totally, you'd absolutely get a spectator <laughs> ticket, but entries are almost sold out. Almost sold out. Yeah. What yeah. I, I was going to mention that in the intro, but you, you cut me off. Cut me Man. off short. But yeah, you are pretty much Mister Summon. You're basically the Rob Bashara of Summonats. I would say you're the not for me to judge, mate. I'm just a man and just go there and talk about what the people are doing who enter the enter our show and you know our festival and yeah, that's about it. It's a good time. Uh, yeah, plenty, plenty of repheads that listen to us, plenty out there as well. So uh, West Tigers team list, uh, pretty similar to last week. Jareen Buller at fullback for the third game in a row. Uh, David Nofaluma and Junior Tupo on the wing. So Nof is playing again. Stafford Toa, one centre. Big change is Tommy Talao is off the bench into the centres because obviously uh, NATO has been suspended. Wakeman Brooks in the halves. How many games is that in a row now for Brooks and Wake and uh, Adam three, three yeah because be yeah, Adam went down in round six. Adam went down in round six yeah uh, in the forward the four pack basically has been the same for basically the whole season Stefano and Clem uh, front row Appy at hooker Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman in the back row Fanua Pole 
at lock. And then on the bench, Jackie Simpkin, Joff and Gowie, Alex Twole. And the man that got that free spot with Tommy Talao going in is not Sean Bloor. It is Asu Kepa Oa. Uh, Mr. Bennis, did you, you obviously, because you had money riding on our game last week, you probably did see a bit of it. Which player are you kind of thinking could be a problem for your Dragons on Sunday? Man, I'm all about positivity in 2023. I hope Luke Brooks has a blinder. And I love the Dragons and I really want the Dragons to win. I hope they win 100% to 0% for the Tigers. But Brooksy just needs a bit of love, man. He just needs to really come good. Nothing would feel better to a Tigers supporter than Brooksy coming good, like, you know, and really having a, a really good game. I hope it's a close game. I hope they lose by one point. But <laughs> nonetheless, I really like to see Brooksy have a good game. And I, I think that he I think that he can. You know, I think off the back of a win, what's going to feel better to him than than that? You know, nobody's got more pressure on their shoulders for the Tigers than him. You know, there's probably a lot Who's... of players at the Tigers. We talk a lot of the time offline, Josh, about how the Tigers are going. And it's, you know, it's... we. The one thing I think we always end up saying is a good NRL is a strong NRL with a good Dragons and a good Tigers side. There's just too many hardcore yep. supporters. And, you know, we all love to Absolutely. see it. Absolutely. Yeah, we're both... We call ourselves... Just... clubs as well, aren't we? Yeah, exactly right. But just huge fan bases. And... Ripped out, you know, and then put in a, another coffin. But anyway... I would, I would call you guys a bit of a sleeping giant as well. You mentioned one point. Uh, we obviously, you and I went to the 2010 and 2011 semis. Uh, we won, the, you obviously won the first one and we won the 2011 one. But one point, obviously, Jamie Sauer kicking that field goal. I don't think I've been, uh, yeah, I still remember you going absolutely berserk. Went on, obviously, to win the premiership that year. And then, yeah, I basically curled down in the seat. And uh, midnight the cried, night before, so. midnight the night before the grand final was played, I was in Deniliquin cheering on, watching two days or three days after the concert that Josh doesn't remember, Cold Chisel in actual Deniliquin, New South Wales. Drove back from midnight all the way back and watched the grand final. Then went back to the ground to, to watch it play. And you think about it, I only got to do that because that one Jamie Soward kick, and it could have went mm. either way. It's a payback and, for 2005. I'm sorry, mate, but that's just the way it goes. <laughs> and if Bo Ryan, uh, who was it that put? Was it Bo Ryan that put the kick in on the yeah, buzzer? He put the kick inside when there was about thirty or forty seconds left. He could have taken the tackle. Not that yeah. we would have got a penalty for them being offside coming back from that stupid ref. But anyway, so do you think we're like still that. upset about it, Josh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love the I love the positivity from Jay Benz, but he still wants the uh, the Dragons to break our hearts by a point. <laughs> Only a point. I'm happy Only a that. point. It, that, yeah, that's like probably more just... heartbreaking than losing by fifty. To be fair, honestly, yeah, I just lost a I lost a lawn bowls, <laughs> a pennant's lawn bowls game last week by two, and we weren't happy about it. The week before last, <laughs> sorry. Uh, as what are your thoughts on Tommy Talao going into the centres? Well, uh, I figured it was kind of what was going to happen um, because of the fact that he was on the bench. It kind of suits that he slots back in. Um, I don't know why they didn't just put Kepa Oa straight in there, but. I mean, whatever they want to do. Um, Sheen's got the win, so in Sheen's we trust, I suppose. Um, just on your boy, Sean Bloor, I'm not sure if it's gone through or not, but um, I'm pretty sure he got charged for a shoulder charge, which was one of his two sin bins on the weekend. Okay. So um, he may be suspended, which is maybe why he's not 
in the team, but in the reserves, he's, I don't know how. He's on the reserves. He's in the yeah. two jumper. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how um, suspensions work. If you get suspended in cup, if that how that carries over into first grade, but that's yeah. I, think I don't it know. He was for both. Maybe maybe he's accepted. Maybe he's accepted a plea after teams were named. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the team, the team looks solid. Naden is a big loss, but on form from last week, it may not matter all that much. Um, so we'll just have to see how it goes. I think. Rob, what are your thoughts on the bench? Jackie Simpkin, uh, he was used pretty well last week, but uh, yeah, putting Kepper Sheens is persisting with basically not having. Um, yeah, three front rows, just a couple there, and then running with a. I mean, Kepa plays back row and center, so I guess he can kind of understand that. Well, that last thing you said is probably the only reason I can sort of accept it. I mean, look, he did have a starting spot before he got injured, so uh, he can cover back row, he can ca- can cover the centers. Um, I was actually, I'm actually glad to Lau's there. Wouldn't have been surprised if Kapoa was named just because it'd be a big body on Moses Suli as well, another big body. So, uh, look, pretty much the same team as we had last week. The question is going to be, where do we get our points from? And, you know, are we going to be better on, in dry conditions? So that that's that's my only doubt. But other than that, I think, you know, we're, we're an even money chance of beating them. Uh, on to this before we get to the Dragons teammate, on to our friends at Mobile Corp. Shouts to Stephen. From Mobile Corp, passionate West Tigers fan. They can assist with anything IT-related in the early days of the business. Uh, they're under a different name. They were MLC Phones. You remember the MLC Phones, uh, Balmain Tigers, J-Benz? Is that what jersey you had? You would have been... How old were you in 94, J-Benz, if you're 40 next 10, year? 10, 10, 10. 10, 10. so you yeah, probably... Yeah. I, never, I can tell you in 94, I never wore a Tigers jersey. And my last one was like 90, 91, okay. I think it was, 90, 91. Then... Then when the Steelers really made the Jamboree, like in, I grew up on a farm there. Might as well have been Cowra back in you know in the, in the late eighties, early nineties. It's a long way away from Wollongong, which is really not that far, ten k's, but uh, further from Leichhardt. Whatever it was, it was a hand-me-down jersey from that strong period in you know the late eighties of the of the Balmain stuff. And yeah, I don't have it anymore. I wish I did to be honest. It'd be kind of cool. It'd be worth a, it'd be worth a fair coin now. It was, yeah. Uh, they say there's a saying in IT, there are only two types of companies, those who have been hacked and those who will be hacked. So what can business owners do to protect themselves from cyber attack? Mobile Corp is a family-run tech company that supports West Tigers and was even a jersey sponsor back in 2007. Mobile Corp is passionate about helping protect businesses from cyber threats for an affordable cyber security solution. Go to mobilecorp.com.au and shout to our friend on the screen there, Mr. Shane Walker, uh, who's also... Uh, he was a former Dragon too, wasn't he? He started his career at the Dragons. Yeah. So a good link there. Uh, Dragons team list. So Toril Sloan is being named at fullback. Uh, wingers are Matthew Fay guys. How do you say that? J-Benz? Yep. Uh, Michaeli Ravalara. Ravalawa. Uh, in the centres, Moses Suli, as we mentioned earlier. Max Fegai? Fegai. Fegai? It is Fegai. They're brothers, mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah, they are. Uh, Talatau, Amone, Ben Hunt in the halves. 
Uh, front row, Jack DeBellin and Blake Laurie. Our old friend Moses Mbai has taken our other old friend Jacob Little's number nine jersey off him. Uh, Billy Burns and Jade Sua in the back row. Jack Bird at lock. Uh, Jaden Sullivan, Michael Molo, and another old friend. Ben, God, you got a lot of ex-Tigers. Ben Mur- Murdoch, Masilla, and Josh Kerr on the bench. So outside uh, the bench there is another old friend, Zane Muntzgrove, and obviously Jacob Little, yeah, got dropped this week as well. What are your thoughts on the on Lids getting dropped? Jay Ben's a good Central Coast boy. Um, I was a, I quite liked Lids when he was with us, but obviously very injury prone. I thought he, he did have a bit of a shocker last week, but I thought he was going all right for you guys. I feel like he's got a really good strong future at the Dragons. I feel like that it was really unfair that he was dropped because I feel like he, he his work rate is 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 really strong. You know. Um, uh, Mbai in. I, I like Mbai. I just don't know if Mbai is the future. I feel like, you, why wouldn't you keep investing in Little? You know, like Mbai is, you know, what is he now, 30, 31 maybe? I feel bad picking on sure. footy players that may be 30, 31, given I'm almost 40 and still trying to have a <laughs> career in life. But, you know, but how can you not put your time and effort in the Little? We've paid for him. We've just signed him for another two years or so. Like, you've got to put him on the field. What's the point of keeping him off? He didn't have the worst game. It's just dumb. I'll just say it. <laughs> Uh, boys, anyone uh, stand out in their team list that might be a problem for us? Yeah, I, I'm I'm really worried about their back line. Their back line is very, very strong uh, with the Fegai brothers and Ravalawa in particular. Tyrell Sloan's a bit of a Tyro at the back. So, yeah, their backs are rock solid. I'm not too concerned about many of their forwards. Uh, Billy Burns, Blake Laurie... Um, Jack Bird are all dangerous in their own right, but I don't think they're as strong as our forward pack. So this is kind of an interesting one to me because I feel like the Dragons have the edge in the backs, but we've got the edge in the forwards. Mm. We definitely have the edge at hooker. Um, Moses Zambai, he's he's a solid um, utility player, but I don't think hooker's his best position. I heard rumours that they're going to probably chuck Ben Hunt in at hooker for a while during the game to give Zambai a break. Um, I don't know too much about, I think, Jaden Sullivan. And I think Josh Kerr's a forward. I, Michael Molo and Ben Murdoch-Masilla are both forwards. If, is Jaden Sullivan maybe a an option to slot in at hooker? Is he like a, a, he's a, a utility player? He's a halfback. He he's put half-back, him at seven. Okay. He, he's the future, they say. You know, like So I'd love to see Ben Hunt go to nine permanently. <laughs> and put so that's Jayden probably Sullivan what they're it. doing. Ben Hunt will move to nine when Mbai goes off and Jaden Sullivan will slot into the seven. Yeah, when we're sitting in fifteenth or so, it's like it's like why wouldn't you try and do that? Yeah, similar position to us. Uh, Rob, anything, any matchups worrying you or any that we can take advantage of? Um, there's plenty there to worry about, really. Um, apparently, Ben Hunt trained all day today at hooker, and Jaden Sullivan trained all day today at halfback. So. Whether they actually line up like this to begin the game or whether it just changes during the game, I guess it's going to depend on how they're travelling at the time. Uh, Tyrell Sloan bothers me because he had a really quiet game last week, so he's probably due to have a big game. Um, but, yeah, Ben Hunt is is their man. And I'm kind of torn in terms as a, as a footy spectator as to where you'd have Ben Hunt because he's a great halfback. But I think by having Ben Hunt as hooker, that St. George forward pack is going to get a better roll on and and he'll make those decisions from dummy half. But his vision is so good from halfback that he can destroy you as well. So obviously they'd like to clone him. 
but their bench is that that they've actually got a lot of impact off that bench. So, look, I, I just as long as we tackle well, I think we'll be okay. But um, as I said earlier, can we get sort of 24, 30 points? That that's our problem. Like I don't think we can win with twelve points. Although Canterbury didn't score much more. I think it was fourteen, twelve the other day or thereabouts. So. It could be another low-scoring game, but look, there's there's plenty there to worry about. But obviously, as Aaron said, um, you know, Appy's Appy's a big advantage for us, but not if Ben Hunt goes to dummy half because that would kind of nullify that. Uh, Watto Tiger asked Jay Benz, "What's your thoughts on Hook, and do you reckon he'll get the hook? <laughs> will he survive?" Griffin, yeah, let me be honest. Yeah, that's what that's what our show is all about. Honesty. I just don't I guess think it's in trouble. I just don't. I just don't. Ah, oh, who cares? I don't think it's. I did see the media on that. Very good boys. I like it. <laughs> Controversy. You got to tell the truth. Uh Griffin. Yeah. Look, I think that he's had a really good chance. That's the that's the nice way I'll put it. I think he's had a really good chance, and he's had some pretty good, pretty bloody good players um, to try and get fire, and it hasn't worked, and it's. It's it, with the dragons. We're just in a position where I don't think because look, the last five, four, three or four coaches haven't worked. I would have rather they just kept Mary because Griffin hasn't certainly been much better than Mary, and Mary at least bleeds the club. You know, and for me, I see the jobs for the boys thing they go on about, but it doesn't feel like that with Mary. Like he's there from the Steelers. He's like he is this area, you know, and and especially Dapto because he played here for the Canaries also. So in where I live, but. Griffin, to answer your question, not going for 10 years. Um, I don't think he'll last now. I think that I think the Dragons have, will keep him to the end of the season. I think they'll quietly shuffle him off. Uh, yeah, thanks for your question. Anyone got a Dragons question, feel free to send it through. Uh, low grades, we're playing the Magpies. That's playing the Magpies. We are the Magpies. We're playing the <laughs> Parramatta Eels uh, on Saturday, 3 p.m. North Sydney Oval. Uh, it's part of like a double header or something. As is that right? Triple header. Triple header. So if you want to see uh, some footy in Sydney this weekend, go support the boys, including Dane Laurie, my boy Sean Blaw, unless he's suspended apparently. So maybe he won't um, won't be playing. Uh, Maniah Cherrington's playing hooker. Come back, come back to the club. Uh, Tony Pello, our signing from the Queensland Cup. You boys got any? Info about Tony Pello, what to look out for there. Apparently, pretty handy half. So, that's uh, his first game for the club as well. Um, Jersey flag, they have the bye. And on to Rob Stradamus. Uh, you are a bit of a punter, Jay Benz. I know that we um, give, you've given one very good horse tip to me before. And yeah, we do. We, we made you thousands. Do. I did anyway. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Mr. Bashar is pretty good at that too, just quietly. But um, Mr. Rob Stradamus, we call him. He's got a multi for us. Would you believe, Josh, he picked last week. This is the second time he's done it this year. He said, "Gold, put your money on Golden Point in Raiders v... Who do the Raiders play? Dolphins. 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 Raiders, Dolphins. 15-1 got up. Second time he said it on the show this year. So... Wow. Um, what do you got this week for us, Rob Sedamas? I had to be a little bit what I think safer. Um, okay, hopefully we'll have dry conditions up in up in Brisbane. But I've gone Stephen Crichton for the Panthers anytime try scorer. 
Uh, I've gone uh, Katoa for the right winger for Cronulla to score a try because he's on Robert Jennings and he couldn't tackle me. And I've got Khan Pereira, who's on Hayes Dunster. Who Hayes Dunster just looked five metres behind the play last week. He just doesn't look 100% fit to me. So if Dunster plays, I think those bottom two are certainties. And Crichton's a bit of a try-scoring machine. And if Penrith are going to get some points, it's probably going to be from Crichton or, or their fullback Dylan Edwards or someone like that. But I've, I've gone for Crichton. So they're my three this week. Don't know what Malty's up to. Probably about five bucks or six bucks. But, yeah, we'll give that a yeah. go. Uh, just before we do our tips, another question for J-Benz, our friend Shane Cowett. He asked, do you see Skull around at games? Who's Skull again? He mainly plays. He mainly goes to the to Cogra there and, and go there. And I haven't seen him for ages, so yeah. that's If he's been there, then I've been either too drunk or up in the stands like a snob, <laughs> so I'm not too sure. Haven't seen him for a while. He's probably mellowed a lot, Josh, but he was a scary character back He was banned for a long time too, so... Yeah, bit of a bit of a. Who are we talk? Uh, who are we talk about? Who's what happens in life? You get too passionate. It's like, it's like a Nazi supporter or something. <laughs> bit of a Nazi or something like yeah, that. I'm not, just, not sure about yeah, that. Bit of a crazy guy. Very crazy who, guy. Who are we talking about? Well, who's Skull again? He's just just a St George supporter. Oh, okay. So, so just, I thought it was absolute, a nickname for a player. No, no, he's an absolute no, no. lunatic. He, I, I actually went to a St George Balmain game at Cogra, and it was Anzac Day, and they were they were you know doing the playing the last post. And halfway through the last post, he screams out, let the war begin. Like, he was an absolute idiot, you know, and no one would say anything to him because back in those days, he would have smashed you to pieces. He was just, obviously, now he's, he's a lot older. He's probably closer to 70 or thereabouts. But, yeah, back in the day, he was quite feared. If you saw him at the ground, you wouldn't want to sit near him. Yeah, right. Who knows? He's probably a, probably a star on TikTok. Who bloody knows? <laughs> Can I say something on, on the Rob Stradamus? I was thinking about... That you know what I, I I like it's I like Matt and Max twins, right playing on that edge, them guys to 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 both score a try. What's got to be better than playing with your brother you've grown up your entire life, you know juniors <laughs> and stuff like that to both of those. Is that your tip this week for both of them to get a try? Both of those guys to get a try and Dragons by one. That'll do. I do two bets though. I do just them guys to score, and then put in the you know by how many. Okay. If you buy a Lambo, I want to drive from the winnings. Anybody? There you go. <laughs> Lamborghini. Boy, more you put on, the more you get back. But how good uh, is that? They drop, drop Lomax. In the, in the positive of dropping Lomax, Matt and Max get to play together. But it might be a Josh and Brett. There you go. Hmm. Uh, our tips for the week. Uh, this is how good I'm doing my tips this year. On the ESPN app, uh, Josh, I... There are four hundred and something thousand uh, tipsters. I'm in the top thirty this year. I'm on fifty three points. Uh, I almost I would be even higher if we had to beat Manly because I tipped the Tigers against me. So I'm twenty six of four hundred twenty three thousand six hundred eighty seven. So uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. I literally I don't study the third or anything. Yeah, twenty six. Uh, twenty twenty six out of four. Out of four hundred twenty thousand, right? So, uh, and I don't think there's any money. I always win stuff when there's no money involved. You were chosen once, mate, to be a Bonds model on a uh, thing, and and can you believe it? Everyone it watching, Bonds. he actually wore, he wore dirty socks on the film shoot. So there you go. It was fantastic furniture. It wasn't Bonds. <laughs> I was on a fantastic furniture uh, catalog cover, and I did that purely because you told me that I I couldn't do it. So I made 
made it happen. That it's a true story. you in weird ways, mate. <laughs> I'll do anything for money, just quietly. Uh, right, dogs v Raiders. We've all gone Raiders in this one. Obviously, every game is in Brisbane this week. Raiders pretty heavy favourites. Anyone got any reason why the Raiders won't win this? I mean, I, I mean, dollar sixty. The Raiders haven't been that convincing this year, but the doggies are in pretty uh, pretty bad sorts. Can- Canterbury were bloody good last week, Josh. Like they actually mm. played footy from every end of the field and. The style they played with was really good. They've lost Braden Burns, but I think they get back Max King. But I, I, for me, I just took Canberra because Canberra did a number on the Brisbane Broncos up there a few weeks ago. So I've just gone Canberra, but that could go anyway. But you, you've got to you've got to tip Canberra, surely. The dogs are also off a five day turnaround, and the, they literally played the last game of last round, and they're playing the first game of this round. So. Hmm. Uh, Manly, we've all gone Broncos against Manly. They're playing away at their home ground. Uh, pretty short price favourites. Manly almost lost to the West Tigers two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I think Broncos pretty pretty easy bet Friday, in Friday night footy. Yeah, Turbo's been named back there, so their, their back line looks pretty good again. But it's Jake's out Turbo, though, isn't he? J- Jake's out, but whether Turbo yeah. actually starts the game or not, whether he plays, I've... I'm not convinced Turbo's 100%. So, mm. yeah, yeah, I'd probably, yeah, you've got to go Brisbane, surely. Just a single no. Turbo, not a twin Turbo. After getting smoked by South to play, they say it's not a home game. That's, that is a home game. I mean, what are your thoughts from- on Magic Round, Josh, in terms of, so it's our home game against you. So basically, half the teams lose a home game to go to Magic Round. They've got to mm-hmm. sort that out, surely. Like, it's pretty unfair. What is it? It's, ha- a money, it's a money grab by the, by whatever it is. Hmm. It's no way you tell me that's better than Sunday afternoon at Wynn Stadium. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wake up, honestly, like to whoever thinks otherwise than that. Like, put all this, all this in Brisbane. I get you get everyone together, but maybe make a comp, maybe to make the trials a preseason trial where they do it all at Magic Ground. People get people excited for the season, not do it during the middle where you take it away from all these suburban grounds. That's not inspiring kids that are only not 100 kilometers from Brisbane. Cut me. Okay, I, don't I was know. asking you. I was asking about in terms of losing a home <laughs> game, not hate Magic Round completely, but that's that's totally fine. I, I quite like the idea of Magic Round. I think a New Zealand one or something will be good as well. I, I just meant that half the teams lose a home, get an extra home game this year because, or take Magic Round and Mudgy or something like that. Take the whole thing somewhere, not a big stadium like that. I don't know about Mudgy. You're gonna fit sixteen fan bases in the. A four thousand local stadium that doesn't on shoulder to shoulder standing four four tall, mate. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> uh, we've all gone Panthers against the Warriors on Saturday afternoon. Uh, can't see Panthers losing, uh, losing again. Three in a row. Warriors are going all right. Yeah, the Warriors are going all right this year. But no, I don't know weird things. We smacked the Panthers. What year was that? Magic round two thousand nineteen, just pre COVID. Yeah, 19, the inaugural one. That's one of the best games in recent years. That was unbelievable. We scored like four tries in the first 15 minutes or something. Uh, Penrith get a couple of of players back there, Josh, in particular, Josh, uh, James Fisher-Harris, which will make Aaron happy for his super coach team. But (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah, so I think that they're a little bit bit stronger. But yeah, New Zealand are playing well. Uh, We've all gone Sharkies over Dolphins. The Finns will have... A fair bit of support up there. I honestly thought the Sharks might have been the team to miss out 
on Magic Round. They're my suggestion, either them or Manly, but uh, bears it may. They're pretty heavy favourites. Pretty simple one. I think so. I think so. Not, I mean, we beat the Panthers last week. Nothing simple in footy. Uh, We've just got too many days. points. Yeah, that's all. Too many points. Uh, Storm, we. this is the one, or well, apart from our own game, uh, we're split on that one. But uh, as and I have gone bunnies, and Rob, you've gone the Storm. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one for me. I like I really really love what Souths are doing now, and and they're kind of like one of my favourite teams to watch. So I've I've gone the Storm just simply because I think out of their last thirty eight games, uh, they've won thirty two against Souths. So they got like at some crazy winning record against them. Melbourne need to win. I don't know. Souths might cool off. They had a big game last week, but yeah, look, I, I could have easily gone South. I've just I've just gone out with Melbourne. I think they just. Bellamy will get him up for this. The the you... betting reflects this one. The fact that it really is a toss of the coin. Mm. What are your thoughts this one, Jay Benz? Rabbits, clear winners. Clear winners. Clear winners. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, think so. a... I think one at least one try. Solid six points. I think that the rabbits are <laughs> going to make a charge. They they know they got a uh, a really great six coming. So. <laughs> they're going to try and want to win now and win it, you know, who knows? I'd prefer they win so they go easy on us the week after. Yeah, mm. let, let, <laughs> let them let them have a bad week next week. Yeah, exactly. I'd love nothing more than to see the Storm lose every game from now until the end of time after 99, boys. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sinkhole opens up and they all spill their dinner. Uh, speaking of flip of a coin, Tigers, Dragons, uh, As and I have gone loyal on this one. Mr. Bashara, you're going Dragons. We beat the Panthers, and you're going uh, the betting. We've come in, too. We were 250, I think, at one stage. We're down to $1.95, so it's pretty much even money almost in this one now. Why are you going Dragons? For two reasons. Two reasons. One, I'm, I'm not sold. I just want to – like, I love what we're doing, how we played, but I just want more points. I. The second reason is what actually upset me is – Hook has put a bomb up St. George, dropping Lomax, all these positional changes. I, I actually think that's a wake-up call for the whole St. George team. To, to You better bloody pull your foot finger out because all of you are on notice. So the fact that everyone at St. George is on notice to play well, I just think, you know, I, it really is a toss of the coin. And, and I'd, I'd like to think we'll win. I'm sure we're going to dominate a lot of the stats. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to be I, – I, they've got so much – Strike power there. They've got Amone. If Sullivan comes on, he's dangerous. I mentioned Sloan had a shocker last week, so he'll probably fire up. Not too worried about their three-quarter line, to be fair. I think I think we, we can hold him in the three-quarter line. But, yeah, fullback and halves. And, uh, you know, I was watching uh, Jack Bird last week just fending off players will, at will. So, look, I hope I'm wrong. I just thought I'd rather tip St. George and be wrong, to be honest, and tip the Tigers and be wrong. Uh, Chooks, Cowboys, pretty heavy favourites. This one, Roosters, probably get up in this one. No one's going to go into yeah. bat for our Cow- guy. Cowboys are out of form. Cowboys are just so hopelessly out of form. This should mm. be an easy win, although, you know, and, and see so the other thing too, both the Roosters and us, we played in waterlogged conditions. So, you know, we, we could be a little bit uh, tied in the calves there. But yeah, I think the Roosters yeah, are normally. That's true. Also, uh, Rob, think- one more one more thing about magic round records for the dragons and the tigers. 
So yep. we are two wins from the three magic rounds. The dragons are none. Ooh. So they're you. <laughs> no, they're, they're really not. They're really not. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's hope not. Well, you know, the other thing too, like I don't know if you've been watching any Broncos games, guys, but that ground, like you'd think it'd be in pristine condition. It's always chopped up. We're going to be, what, the sixth game of the weekend. So I don't think mm. I don't think conditions are going to be favourable for pretty football. So it's probably going to be a field goal like J-Benz just said. So, yeah, it'll be a really tight game. I just hope we get on the right end of it. What works uh, in nice. our favour, though, is the fact that we're the first game of the day, so there's time True. in the morning for the ground staff to try to get the ground as right as they can, as opposed yeah. to playing the last game of the Saturday or the last game of the Sunday. So, True. I think it's a risky and, game. You're like, you're gonna, they're going to muck around with halves and stuff, like maybe put Sullivan in at seven and move Ben Hunt to hooker. Like it, it, there's a really good chance it could fire amazing because you've got twin brothers playing, you know, like at, at two and... And four, it's kind of like, you know, it's unheard of. I think it could be really good. And Sloan, had, like you said, Rob, had a, had a shocker. I felt like he was uh, – we all want – as a Dragons fan, I wanted him to have that bit more in defense twice last week, you know, or whatever it was when he was trying to defend and a few things, you know. And um, Yeah, I know he missed that tackle on Avarillo, but I just felt – it yeah. wasn't that he had a shocker. I just felt he couldn't get involved in the game. He was trying to get involved, but he was mm. just like he was like the odd man out. You know, he'd, he'd follow the play one way and the ball would go the other way and he just really never got any touches. And, yeah, like, he, he's, you know, he had a pretty poor game in my opinion, so he's probably due to fire up. And Jack he had a great game against the Roosters. He played so well against the Roosters. So, yeah. you know, he's True. probably due for a good one. Jack Jack DeBellin really turned up last week, I thought. I feel like he's really playing. Had a big cut in his head in, in, the, in the Roosters game and he's gushing out, you know what I mean? Like, he's, you know... um, yeah, and he's a little bit of one of the, you know, for me as a Dragons, he's an OG sort of Dragons guy that played with a lot of the guys that had won a premiership and kind of that. So he brings some of that 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 grit that's needed, I think, you know, like... Um, yeah, he's yeah, playing he's, well. Playing well. He's got that uh, footwork before the line. He's, he's looking really good, actually. I like him at number eight. He's not the biggest guy there, but I tell you what, his work ethic is he's top two in the top three in the site. Uh, we've all gone Eels over the Titans. That pronounced pretty... Well, should be a pretty straightforward one. Uh, Patreon questions to finish. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Westlife. Jay Benz, if you... Uh, yeah, they're all pretty much Tigers related. And that's pretty much done for the Dragon side of thing. You can hang around if you want, or it's up to you if you want to uh, head off, because I know you're uh, on Daddy Judy's tonight. It's up to you. This is a break from Daddy Judy's, mate. This is great. Even if you mute me, I'm good. Okay. Uh, shouts to the, your three youngins down there in Dapto. Uh, what have we got here? Joey Lulash, if you're Sheens or Benji, what are you saying to Luke Brooks this week in the hope that he has a similar performance to last week? Anyone got anything for that? Just keep it simple, Josh. Like, like we said on Monday night, I love the fact that he's just catching the ball and passing it early and letting Papa you do his thing. Just get the kicking game right like you did the other night. Don't run too often, you know, run when you run, make it a surprise. Don't make it the obvious thing that you're going to do all the time. So, yeah, if he just keeps it simple, you know, work off happy and, um, yeah, just just get ev- let everyone have their chance to do their thing and you just do your own role. I second that. Uh, kind of similar question from Ben Ellis. Uh, he just dropped it. 
not long ago in the Discord. If you if all you do on the fourth in your own half is another hit up, is it's a waste of time. Should we kick on the fourth more often? I actually think we should be kicking on the well the, the, the second last tackle or third last tackle in the red zone more. We seem to be on the end of these tries from other teams where the lead mm, runner, catches, yeah, yeah, they catch us by surprise, and the fullback's not going to be standing back. But generally, the fullback's in the line the first four tackles. So yeah. I, I just love to see us run one of those block shapes, but the lead runner has a, has a grubber kick put through for him. But like when you do it on the last tackle, everyone's expecting it. But yeah. the good team, the good teams, do it on the fifth tackle or the fourth tackle, as opposed Mitchell to Moses. The, Six tackle, yeah. So mm. I just it only takes a little bit of variety, guys, and and then suddenly we're scoring thirty points instead of twelve points. But you know, you can you can just keep the opposition guessing, and then the next time they'll think, oh shit, are the Tigers going to kick here, and they and they hold back, and then you go out the back. Like variety is everything. We've just got to got to have a lot more variety in our attack. But hopefully the boys have worked on that, and we can get a few more points this week because Saints do have a new back line. So obviously. I mean, the right side will be fine because Suli and Ravalara have played so much together. But the left side with the brothers, you know, that that's probably one to target. And Stafford Toa played really well last week. Made made some good runs on that right edge. Uh, lastly, our Benji Marshall tier member, or one of our Benji Marshall tier members, Shane Cowett. He's uh, thoughts for this game. I have a good feeling about this game. I'm tipping Bullard to keep firing along with an outstanding game from Wakeham West 13 plus. Thanks for that chain. So if you want to uh, take part, come join us in the Patreon. We are organizing a little watch party of our own. So shouts out in the discord. We're looking to head to, you can come up. Uh, not sure what you're doing on Sunday. Arvo J Benz, if you want to come up, from uh, from the gong, we're going to the uh, Holland Barnes Group, the old Tigers Club, now known as Markets Club. So we're gonna, it's yeah, good little club there to watch the footy, get a feed for lunch, and watch the Tigers win by a field goal over the Dragons. So if anyone wants to come and say hi, it um, yeah, obviously there's a big thing at West Ashfield, but we all live a little bit closer to. The uh, yeah, their markets club. So we're going to head there to watch the game and hopefully not get kicked out for swearing at the TV too much. How much are we? How much are we winning or losing by, guys? I just said one, so I'm going to reverse. Yeah, you're going to go the reverse, reverse Josh Bennett. What do you reckon? It, it, either way, it's under six points. And Jay Benz has already said one as well. I'm one. I'm feeling I'm feeling a bit riskier. I I, I think we'll win by about six to eight. Let's hope I believe. so. I believe. Well, uh, with Tigers, it's not over till the 80th minute at the minimum. <laughs> <laughs> We're the cardiac kids. <laughs> We're too good at it. Yeah. Jamin, anything you want to plug? Obviously, we mentioned some of that earlier. What are your socials that people can uh, follow? You're on TikTok these days, aren't you? Nah, whatever. I'm... It's all good. I don't <laughs> want to plug nothing. You know where to find me. If you go follow some of that, you can see me anywhere on that stuff. Yeah. I just think what a, what a what a what a better footy competition we have if the Dragons and Tigers both do really well. You know, I'm not saying I wish bad on the other teams, but it's a bloody good competition when when the Dragons and Tigers play really well on me because we, you know, for, unfortunately our our supporters are. I'd like to say I talk about the Dragons only. I like to say we ride or die, but when we when it's really good, we kind of fill up the place, you know, and we really mm. ride that. And 
we were really spoiled in the mid two thousands there with a lot of strong teams that were unsuccessful. You know, I'd still, but I still see a lot of that as success because a lot of great good games. Anyone can lose a grand final, you know, or a semi final in 05. Let's talk about that mm. a bit more. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, well, you mentioned that preliminary final in two thousand and what ten. Ten. I mean, yeah. There was over 70,000 people there. So yeah, when, we there. when our teams yeah. are going well, we, you know, we, we pack the place out. So It was literally half half the stadium was black and gold and half the stadium was red V. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bennis, he, he, he bought the tickets. So I was sitting on the uh, the red V side amongst a lot of a lot of Dragons fans. But um, You got to pay to play, mate. You gotta to pay to play. Pay, we just, think, we just needed a fifty-fifty. We needed a fifty-fifty split in the video refs box. That's all. We had a St George bloke there, Stephen Clark. Uh, <laughs> conspiracy, conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't harbour a grudge to Jeremy Smith putting knees into Lottie Dakiri and not getting a penalty. And they're getting, and they're getting charged by the match review committee afterwards. Uh, we we could banter, we could banter along all night. So, um, yeah, Jay Benz, we'll definitely catch up. For a beer ASAP, a beer and a punt. So uh, next time you're in Sydney, uh, anything else, boys? Before we head off and say good night to Big Dog. No, no, all good, guys. All good. Maybe we'll talk a bit more about Scott Fulton on Monday night. Is there anything you want? Oh no, to... just uh, I've just been just been doing a bit of yeah, talking to a few people, and uh, you know they're just saying he's he's really got a plan to come to our club and get our roster right and you know he's a winner so i don't know him i'm just going off the hearsay that i've i've you know established the last couple of days and and it's all positive talk about him and i actually don't think it was that bad of the club to sort of go behind tim sheens's back and do it because let's face it i mean tim sheens has led us up the garden path for two years and this was all done before we'd won a game so I, I just think it also shows there's a lack of confidence in Tim Sheens. But I know Benji was consulted before they actually appointed him, even though the process didn't involve Benji. So uh, look, I think it's a, I think it's good, and if we can get we get some good backs in our team, that five year plan might turn into the two year plan that we were talking about on Monday night. <laughs> uh, so Monday night we will review hopefully another win. Uh, yeah, 8.30 p.m. again on YouTube and Facebook. And, yeah, thanks again, J-Benz, for joining us. And, boys, as always, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for go listening ben. to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash westlifepod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash westlife. And give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the West Life Podcast.